0: Christian, unapologetically conservative, and unapologetically American. You have found your way to the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can find me, as usual, joined by my bride, my partner in freedom. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. How's it going today?
1: It's going good. Good, yeah. good. Good. It's Friday.
0: It is Friday morning. We're actually doing this the day we're going to release it. So we are the most caught up on news you could be caught up on. Man, there's a bunch of it.
1: My goodness. What a busy weekend news. But before we get there, we have some shout outs to make. All right. Let's hear it. Yeah. Welcome to our new listeners. This is really fun. We've had some, uh, we've had a lot of people reaching out, people that personally know us and, people in town and people across the country growing by
0: leaps and bounds i've never dreamed i'd never dreamed whenever we started this podcast eight weeks ago how fast it would grow
1: it's growing it's growing and it's fun so uh, what's in the
0: mailbag i guess this is john
1: john from wisconsin said to stop at the dairy farm if you want to come up he enjoys our down to earth thoughts and it's very refreshing well thank you john very much thanks john is john on tiktok he is okay let me see Farmer Hunts.
0: Farmer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen him on there many times. He's commented on a lot of my threads.
1: Yeah. So, he's on TikTok. Good dude. Uh, Mr. Bob, he is a retired fire chief up in New Jersey. He reached out and sent us a very lovely email. Yeah.
0: He's the so, uh, the vegetable farmer. Yes. But he's not a BTO. He's Small. an S- STO. S-T-O. <laughs>
1: yeah. For people who don't know what BTO is, that's big time operator in the farm world, I guess. Yeah. That's like, like Cody come Gayer. On. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> commercial <laughs> operations. So he's a small-time operator. He's probably got a lawnmower. Um. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I'm I am kidding. sorry, Bob. Bob will laugh at that. He'll <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. That's good humor, right there. <laughs> yeah, Dan. Um. He is. Uh. He's in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Awesome. And he is not sure where we are at. So we are actually located in southeastern Illinois, right next to the Indiana border. How far are we away from Fort Wayne?
0: Oh, boy. That's a long drive. I'd say we're four and a half, five hours from Fort Wayne. We're on the s- southeastern Illinois. Basically, if you're in Fort Wayne, I know that you know where Evansville, Indiana is. If you're go, if you in a car and you drive straight north of Evansville, about, oh, 45 minutes, you'll come to a town called Princeton, mm-hmm. Indiana. We are right across the Wabash River in on the Illinois side in Mount Carmel.
1: Yeah. He uh, he talked about schnooks and yes, the, the one that I like to go to is in Hobstot, Indiana. Yes, and um, so we're so we're right here in Southern Illinois. He's a local, yeah. Um, and he's a, a he's also a Cardinal fan. So sweet, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, shout out to Tony Reed. He actually mentioned us on his podcast. Yes, and then I think that's where that's where a few of these guys came from. Now I do want to tell you that two girlfriends from high school reached out to me personally and they're like we've listened to all your programs and we really like them and
0: and whenever you say from high school you're not from mount carmel
1: i'm not from mount carmel no you're from
0: marion and then before that arkansas yes
1: yes so high school so i've got hillary down there in marion and then holly she she uh lives up in st louis so she's got family in evansville yes but um anyway so we're (laughs) We're just talking about it. And I'm like, give me some, give me the bad feedback. What do you want to hear, like, less of? Or, right. <laughs> Ryan. What should we hear? <laughs> <laughs> or should we talk about? Anyway, so she's, we've, I got some great feedback from them. It's good to hear from everybody. And um, my family, my sister, who lives down in Pope County, which is more southern Illinois, she reminded me that cattle producers also do not receive subsidies And uh, the majority of small businesses do not receive subsidies. That's right. That is exactly right. Similar to the oil production that we talked about last week. Yes. Yes. So she said, give a shout out to all those oil producers, I'm sorry, cattle producers (laughs) that do not receive those subsidies either. So, right. um, Speaking of, if you have not found a local uh, chop shop, and when I say that, I mean a local. What help me find the word I'm looking for. Butcher. Butcher meat processor. Yeah, processor, processor, sorry. Um they they take the the pigs and the cows and and all the things and
0: and turn them into steaks and pork chops.
1: Yeah, so we have a place right down the road and that's where we buy our beef from, that's where we buy our chicken from and our bacon. It is better than anything you're going to find at I hate to say this but IGA. Walmart or yeah, we, I don't buy any meat at Walmart. We don't, our family only eats meat from the processor. And I'm not saying that because that's a to-do thing. It is, it is so much better for you. And it's not like.
0: Well, and if you want to talk about truly keeping your dollars local. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Because, you know, these processors, these small, a lot of them are just mom and pop processors. Mm-hmm, and these mm-hmm. guys, these guys are, are buying a, a cow or a pig off some local producer mm-hmm. and that way, that, that that dollar that you spend just stays right there in your community.
1: Yes, yes, and actually, I've been buying. I've been buying from uh, the place called Country Home Processing in Albion, and they are. I actually went in there and I said, "So is this bacon like uncured?" Is it edible or is it like, and she's like, no, it's just like what you would buy at the store. So if you don't know anything about going into a processor, just go in and buy some like smoked po- pork chops or something. They are delicious, easy supper. And, um, that is, it is a local pig probably. So
0: heck yeah. yeah. Supporting your local, your mm-hmm. local farmer. I mean, that is, that is, a uh, just like it's just it's keeping your money local, and yeah. I think that's a great thing, especially if you live in a rural area like we mm-hmm. do. You know, there's not a whole lot going on around here compared to a place with a bunch of uh, economic development, like a like a big town. Mm-hmm. So around here, I think it's even more imperative that we try to keep our money local, if possible. I realize you can't always do that. Yes, you yeah. know.
1: Yeah, but anyways, use use them, go out, find a local chop shop and go buy, just try it out. Just sure. find one and walk in and say, hey, I want to buy a steak. And I'm telling you, if you buy a steak from a local processor, <laughs> you won't need another steak at a restaurant.
0: Right. I, and I, I, I agree. <laughs> because I they're agree.
1: delicious. Anyways, okay. So shout out to our small producers.
0: Was there, I'm I'm thinking there was somebody else in our email bag. Who asked something along the lines of 4-H. What was that question?
1: Peter Johnson. He reached out. Peter Johnson. I have no idea if this is a real person. Could be anonymous. That's Well, there is a
0: Pete Johnson that lives in Mount Carmel, but I have no idea if this is the guy that emailed us.
1: They didn't sign their name or anything. So, like, it wasn't, like, sincerely, you know, Pete. Okay. (laughs) So, that's why I'm like, I don't know if it's real. So, he wanted to know, um, he agrees with you with the 4-H stuff.
0: Oh, that I'm not a fan.
1: Yes. And that you were pulled out and your dad put you in the real market and then you just kept growing and growing. Right. How many pigs did you get up to? 16?
0: 16. Okay. And then my sister Renee and cousin Jenna killed one of them by running them like <laughs> wild dogs on a 110 degree day and just <laughs> keeled over and died of heat exhaustion.
1: Oh, no. Did you take him to a processor?
0: The dead one? He was like 50 pounds. Oh. <laughs> no, I dragged him back to the woods and just <laughs> let the coyotes have him.
1: Oh, yeah. I gotcha. Um... He wanted to know what your mother did with the, for, uh, the pig, pig money. <laughs> what did you do with the What did she do with the pig money? Well,
0: it's not like my mom stole my money, not at all. Um, she put it in a bank account and just let it sit there. And by the time, you know, it'd be eight years later, I find myself in uh, SI, SIU. Uh, Southern Illinois University at Carbondale and she started divvying my money back to me so I could buy groceries and gasoline for my pickup and stuff like that. Okay. So she gave me my money back so I could use it for good things. So, I mean, I got my money back. It's just that's where it quit growing. <laughs> Had she let me keep going, I probably could have paid my tuition. <laughs> Yeah right. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I am never going to let my mom live that day. I
1: can understand why she didn't want 32 pigs running around. I can house. too. Oh my gosh.
0: I can too, but
1: man, stinky Ugh.
0: work ethic yeah. brains and the willing to, uh, the willingness to do it and ambition.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: She had that.
1: Mm-hmm. We got an exciting email today or I'm sorry, this week about uh, uh, something that we ordered a year ago. And we will be getting it this weekend sometime. So, um, we are actually receiving Starlink. If anybody doesn't know what that is, it's actually satellite internet. Elon Musk. It's an Elon Musk company. They shoot up satellites and then you see all these UFO looking things flying through the sky. They're actually the satellites going to their destination. And we will receive our receiver sometime this weekend.
0: Saturday or Sunday,
1: they're saying. Yeah. There's a lot of people who think Elon Musk is evil. How do you feel about that?
0: You know... I don't think that Elon Musk is as evil as what you would consider Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg. And here's here's why. Why? When Elon talks, he actually does sound like he's got common sense and a little bit of conservative, uh, conservative and a freedom streak. Maybe not so much conservative, but at least a freedom streak in him. Yeah. You know, he's He's
1: not talking about depopulation like Bill Gates. Exactly.
0: (laughs) There's that word again.
1: (laughs) We'll never really know anything that's in the news. We never really know the full story. No, because but, journalism is dead.
0: But the sound, so. the sound bites that I've heard of Elon Musk, and I can't think of any right off the bat right here, but you remember what Rush used to say. People don't remember what you say, but they, you remember how, how you they made make you feel. feel. Yep. So mm-hmm. I remember Elon Musk has made me feel like, with some of the stuff he said, like, huh, maybe you're not all bad.
1: Right, maybe, like everybody has made you out to look maybe like.
0: Maybe you're not a, a, a wealthy elitist Mm -hmm. Uh, talking down to we peasants.
1: Yeah. So there are. whenever I looked into Elon Musk after this whole, I started reading into conspiracy theories, I got sucked into a few of them. And then this whole human parties where they, I don't know. Anyways. So it shows his girlfriend or his lady was like this super evil witch looking lady. And I'm like, ooh, she does kind of look creepy. But I really don't know if that's the truth. I don't know Elon. It's not like we're on a first name basis. So I just don't, I well, don't... And they can portray anybody, anything they want. Yes, exactly. So um, I think that satellite internet is needed out in rural communities. We don't have access to fiber optic. We don't have access to the, the HughesNet a, or the...
0: Well, we could get the, HughesNet, but it sucks. I had it. And it's awful.
1: You've had, out here?
0: Yeah. I I mean, we're talking 15 years ago. And maybe Uh technology's come a little bit farther along. But, I mean, they put such a bad taste in my mouth. And it's overpriced.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, and I think, actually, HughesNet, I think still even throttles your data. I'm not 100% sure about it. They used to. I know that. Really? But, no, Starlink, I think, is going to be a good thing. I'll tell you more about it here next week.
1: Right. Whenever we get it. And then if it all works out the pl- the way that we plan it to, we're going to cancel our Direct TV and yes. move along.
0: But like, you know, for internet right here where we live, we have to use the hotspots on our phone. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness that jessica has a hotspot or a data plan on her phone that is unlimited and it's grandfathered in from how many years ago
1: oh it was like 2005 2006 it was before i think
0: these companies realized how big of a market data would be right so they were selling these plans with unlimited data thinking Mm -hmm. oh hell i mean how much how many times can you check your email a day i mean you're not going to use much data (laughs) that was before netflix and all these streaming services and apps and everything like that so she has managed to keep that. She will not let them upgrade her plan. She, she buys her phones lots of times off places like Gazelle and, you know, refurbished cell phones. That way you just, you keep your plan. You just get a different phone.
1: Yeah. Cause if I upgrade through Verizon, who we do use, like they'll take away that package. They won't sell me another, they, they'll they only sell me what they offer. Right. So I just go out on my own, buy a phone and I let them try to keep upgrading my plan
0: yes i say
1: nope i ain't interested right and what you selling
0: so it's valentine's day
1: monday yes what'd you get me nothing (laughs) i plan to go get some fresh flowers for the both of us because that's how we roll
0: so actually i would like that a lot
1: yeah i know i know you like the the fresh flowers i do i'm a guy that likes Mm -hmm. fresh flowers i like to cut the fresh flowers that we grow in the spring and summer and put them inside i love them yes um so my favorite flowers like A peony. Yeah, Uh, there's a lot of people who pronounce it weird. They call them peonies. Where do you get your flowers? Peonies. I, my favorite place to get flowers other than a florist, there's a place called the Watering Can in Albion. He is wonderful. But when I buy flowers, I will go to Schnucks or Kroger. Their flowers. Uh, Grocery store. Their flowers last the longest. Really? I'll put it up to anybody.
0: What about Casey's?
1: They last maybe three days. (laughs) But the flowers from Schnucks and uh, Kroger, they, they last for two weeks.
0: Is there a big price difference between like flowers from Kroger or Schnucks and flowers from Casey's? Yes. How big of a difference?
1: Big difference. Well, About 150%. Really? Different in price, yeah. Well,
0: if, so if you took the total cost of the flowers and divided it by the days, they look beautiful sitting there on your countertop, which is cheaper?
1: Definitely the Schnucks flowers. For real? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I know that I used to buy you gas station roses.
0: <laughs> See, folks? Right there. Right there. What we just did is a little bit of a lesson in business. You take how much does the product cost? Mm-hmm. How long will it last and that's the true cost per day of mm-hmm. the product
1: yeah so if you' if your gas station rose costs four dollars which I, I assume that that's about how much and then you buy a bouquet of flowers you throw it all together for fifteen dollars at schnooks and it lasts you two weeks that gas station rose is a little bit cheaper
0: it is. Yep, if what you're saying is true, and that's yeah. that's right. You know what? That might be a fun thing to do. We'll go to Kroger and buy some flowers, and the same day buy some Casey's gas station flowers. Put them both in a vase on the on the countertop, and see which one wilts first.
1: You going to go pick up these flowers? No. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm not going to do this experiment. I'm going to put them in my pretty vase. I'm going to watch them. I'm going to watch them wilt.
0: Okay. So so you <laughs> you did some kind of survey re- pertaining to Valentine's Day. I you called did. it What? Oh. I don't know. Galentine's Day? Okay, so Galentine's there's- Valentine's Day?
1: Galentine's Day is whenever you go and hang out with your girlfriends instead of you don't have a significant other, so a bunch of gals just get together. Oh,
0: single so girls on yeah. Valentine's Day it doesn't is have to be, Day. It
1: doesn't have to be single girls. I think, that, I think that women get together. I've got a tip for my gals, though, this Valentine's Day. I did a survey, a poll, and survey says you need to go buy you some underwear, women.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Panties?
1: <laughs> Uh, underwear yes mm-hmm.
0: is there a difference between underwear and panties for a woman
1: uh, no i just think that my mom taught us to say underwear really of, yeah okay yeah. i think you know what in all honesty i think it's just a it's a better term for a child to talk about uh, underwear
0: underwear yeah
1: mm-hmm. you think panties
0: know. is kind of sexual
1: i think that i think that people have made it that that way so yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. victoria's secret doesn't sell underwear mm,
1: vicky mm. right
0: They sell panties, right?
1: They sell, they try to sell experiences.
0: That has never worked out for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I am one of the women, out of most women in my life, and you might gag a little bit, but I'm just saying... Most women don't go out and buy themselves underwear. They don't do it on any, on any occasion. They don't just go and do it. Well,
0: guys don't either.
1: Oh, that's because some woman in their life has their underwear already planned. They're, they're buying them two or three times a year for you because you need replacements. And it is what it is. A woman in your life. I guarantee you most men have a woman, whether that's a wife, a mother, a girlfriend uh, yeah yeah somebody's I, I, yeah. buying you underwear
0: yeah because I can't remember the last time I bought underwear yeah. it means you're buying it all for me yeah mm-hmm. okay.
1: yeah I don't I don't so I couldn't remember the last time I bought underwear and I'm like you know what I need some new underwear
0: so in your polling you've decided that <laughs> every other year is not often enough for women to go buy underwear right.
1: so in in light of valentine's day girl go get you some drawers there you go
0: because <laughs> them ones you've been wearing for two years are dirty
1: i <laughs> know it's just just women just don't go out and do that for themselves so make yourself happy go get you some new underwear there you go unless you don't wear any and then that's yeah, a different story
0: so. life lessons from the farm <laughs> <laughs> okay so in the world of news uh-huh. do you want to transition to news yet or would you like to continue to talk about uh anything else
1: no i think that that's all that's on my list so okay. let's talk Let's talk what's on your list. Well,
0: I, one of the biggest things that's going on that's really getting traction right now is this trucker convoy, the Freedom Convoy in Canada.
1: Go truckers, go. It's coming I, to America.
0: It is. It's just, It's getting big. And uh, it's getting big enough that your woke companies like GoFundMe, What? Ha- how much did GoFundMe get in money to support this trucker convoy?
1: So I think in three weeks of fundraising, they had received 10 million dollars
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. there you go 10 million, 10. so oh here we go again it's that time of week it is the ass of the week and who other than go fund me because oh boy <laughs> Fourth thing, it needs new underwear.
1: (laughs) Anyway, GoFundMe said, no, we're not going to give this money to the convoy in Canada, the Trucker Convoy 2022, um, or the Freedom Convoy, whatever they call it. They said, we are going to take this money and use it and put it towards whichever charity that we want to do it. That's what that's what their initial thing was. We're not gonna let you send this money to the trucker convoy. So
0: if I got on GoFundMe mm-hmm. and use my credit card to donate to this trucker convoy mm-hmm. using the app GoFundMe, mm-hmm. I swipe or I give them my credit card number. They take a hundred dollars off my credit card to give to this convoy. So now yeah. like GoFundMe it's is the escrow. So it's sitting there in the escrow mm-hmm. and then they say, oh, Oh, that's where you're sending your money? No, we're not going to send it there. We're going to send it to BLM.
1: Right. That's what we're they gonna... did. That's what they did. They said that. And then they got so much pushback from all of these people who donated because their average donation was like $100 and
0: $150. Which is big donations.
1: $10 million. That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. So um, they they backed off and said, no, well, actually, we're going to re- refund your money. <laughs> okay.
0: So th- what gets me is you have people who I'm sure are not stupid that work for GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. And they have all this money that, that people are donating to this specific cause. And all they are is the middleman, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they choose not to give it to the person that they uh, choose not to give the money to the entity that it was supposed to go to. And they're going to take it upon themselves to send it to something that, you know, like my hundred bucks. I had no idea where it's going. Mm-hmm. I did not approve for it to go there. Isn't that called uh robbery? Theft. Isn't that called theft? Yeah. Stealing? Yeah. Well, yeah. Just <laughs> wrong. Oh, yeah. I mean, th- that is, there is no difference to that right there than me using that exact same credit card, going to Amazon and buying, uh, you name it, a new sweatshirt. And then they go, well, I don't want to send him that sweatshirt. I'm going to send him this pair of socks.
1: Right. Right. No, I bought a choosing sweatshirt. It, choosing it for you. Like making yeah. it. Interested. That's good. That should scare the living you know what out of people yes it should because that means that it, and not only that okay so so after this whole GoFundMe thing happened the debacle with that it's eight million you know ten million dollars and then they started refunds and then they made the people who actually gave the money they they charged them for their refund service which is another story so that oh, uh, yeah i'm sorry no that's okay
0: that right there what you just said mm-hmm Okay, so now they're charging you a service fee to send you your $100 back. So I yeah. give $100, expecting it to go to the trucker convoy. They take a $10, $20 service fee out.
1: I don't know if and, it's that much. Well, but, yeah. but
0: still, regardless, even yeah. if it's $1.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, they right. send
0: me 99 back. I got absolutely nothing. They made a buck mm-hmm. because they decided what I was wanting to buy was fascist. I mean, you could do the same damn thing here with Amazon. I got on Amazon to buy a Trump flag. Nope, uh-huh. we're not going to send you a Trump flag. That's too controversial. Here's your $99 back, even though you sent me 100
1: Because we're, you know, we're charging you $1 just because you're an inconvenience.
0: Boycott GoFundMe.
1: <laughs> so there is a Christian-based um, company called Give, Send, Go. I've heard of them, but I never used them. I've never used either one of them, GoFundMe or Give, Go. So Gibson Go actually changed her philosophy. If you, I, you, I listened to one of the founders the other day in a in a different podcast, but she was talking about how she had this like epiphany. She was they came. I don't know how much GoFundMe um, does like charges for service fees, maybe five percent or whatever. But um, they came in a little bit under GoFundMe, so they maybe charged three percent. And then she's like, you know, I woke up one day and I'm like, I have this epiphany. We should be just letting people give if they want to give to us. If they want to give us something that we're going to give them the opportunity to give us something, but we just want people to have their money. So that's what they did. They stopped what they were doing within service fees and then just said, here's your option to support us if you want to. So that's what they do. They just let people decide. So now, the trucker convoy money has been. They raised like eight, six million dollars in three. Eight million, yeah, yeah, six million dollars in three days. Now it's up to eight million dollars, and the government in Canada has frozen that money for the truckers. Is
0: that not incredible? Now, right. see, this is not this is not give and go. Saying, "Oh, we're not going to support the cause that you're trying right. to send money to." This is the government. This is. This is, this is what tyranny and communism look like, folks. This
1: is, yeah, this is the Canadian government saying, absolutely not. You do not have access to this money. We are in charge of this money now.
0: Do you, well, and then also, wasn't there a bunch of people who or weren't there? Is that mm-hmm. the correct grammar? Weren't there a bunch of people?
1: I'm not sure. I'd, I'm g- pretty keep, sure. Keep going.
0: My bad. <laughs> <laughs> who wanted to bring diesel and gasoline to these guys that's all camped out in the middle of the streets of Ottawa yeah. and, and on bridges everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, border crossings, things like that. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people were trying to bring gasoline and diesel, and law enforcement was seizing it, taking it, stealing it from these people.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Do you know what this is? I'm going to peel back every layer of the onion for you right here.
1: But wait a second. You know the people's response to that, don't you?
0: Well, there's more grassroots. More people just kept bringing it, didn't they? They
1: just showed up with gas cans. Exactly, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We shouldn't be but, diesel cans. But, but peeling back every layer of the onion here, think about this, folks. If we were to get in war, you know, okay, let's let's rewind to World War II. Means that I'm a World War II buff. You go into war with another country, somebody you don't like. What's the first two things you do to try to get ahead of them? You cut their funding off. However, they're making money, you try to make sure that they can they stop making money. Mm. Okay, that's the first thing. And then you destroy. You absolutely destroy any place that there's fuel. So tank farms, you know, in World War II, that was one of the things that we did first when we went into Germany, is we would we we tried to find every place they stored diesel and gasoline and hmm. just blow the shit out of them. In the way, this is exactly what they're doing in Canada. Absolutely, a judge is keeping money from going to these people, money that was donated to prop these people up, mm-hmm. and then also they're they're confiscating fuel. so you know what comes next physical altercation yeah was there a guy who is a TikTok or something where he's he said okay we're getting shut down on facebook we're getting shut down on instagram uh we're getting blacked out on everything what did he say Mm -hmm. do you remember that
1: he are you talking about like if if they black us out come to ottawa yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was it? Yeah. That? So I've heard a few different reports saying that if for some reason the government shuts them down as far as would they can't go live with their live streams, whatever platform they're using, whether that's Facebook, I doubt that. Whether that's Instagram, I doubt that. Whether that's TikTok, who knows how long they're gonna be up there. So if they get shut down and blacked out and you stop seeing Live feeds and live reports from them. He said, "Get your rear end to Ottawa, yeah, because it is going. They cannot arrest every single one of the people that are there. Well, so it means get there. They're trying to shut them down in a big, big way. Get there
0: and see. That's another act of war. You yeah. know, that's another thing you do whenever you're when you're in war." Take out their money, take out their fuel, and also make it so they can't communicate.
1: Yeah. You know what's so funny? So this whole money thing has been happening for two or three weeks now. It's been drawn out, maybe maybe just two weeks. But um, these people, they are continuing to be there. They're continuing to protest. And because they don't have that cash that that people have given to them, they have not stopped operating. Right, like they're they're operating just fine. They don't need those donations to just keep going. This is a very well planned protest. Mm. It's taken eight months to plan it, and all of these truckers and all of these people involved are prepared. You know,
0: another dirty little secret about this trucker convoy up there: there is a hell of a lot of American truckers who went up there to support the Canadians. Woo-hoo. So we got a bunch of American semis uh, blocking bridges, uh, plugging the streets of Ottawa and other towns up there. Mm-hmm. Tons of Americans. I listened to an interview on Mike Gallagher's show yesterday where one of these Canadians said, hey, we're not going to forget the Americans came to help us right now to push back. And we could tell you right now, I'm warning the world. Whenever we're done and we get what we want in Canada, we're coming south. America, get ready.
1: Mm -hmm. I believe that that's going to happen here.
0: I I do, too. And
1: I, I I honestly think when it gets to this point, you, Ryan... We'll head, head somewhere. Take my semi yeah.
0: and grain trailer and get out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Maybe not the grain trailer, just the semi. Just take it and go.
0: I need to buy one with a sleeper cab.
1: <laughs> oh, shoot. No. No, you don't need to buy one. <laughs> uh, you buy one if you want to, babe.
0: Right, right. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Another thing about the media in Canada and how they're portraying this. Mm-hmm. Canada does not have a OAN or a Newsmax or even a Fox News for that that matter really they don't have conservative media all conservative media in canada comes from america okay all they have a guy from canada that i heard uh read about yesterday said all we have is media sources just like cnn and msnbc
1: Mm. just
0: they they tell you lies they tell you half the story Mm -hmm. well in one of these interviews the guy representing the canadian cnn or whatever he was trying to spin it like this this is just a few People is a very small minority of people, anti vaxxers who are trying to just destroy the country for everyone else, and they want everybody to think that they're big. And that I think th- their associ- movement is huge, and yeah. it's not. It's just a few anti vaxxers doing all this, causing all this melee.
1: I actually think that they associated Trump with him.
0: Oh yeah, well, hell, you yeah. see Trump flags all the pl- all over the place up there.
1: Yeah, yeah. That guy said, "Well, this is just a Trump freedom something, yeah. whatever." Well, here's what and I, I got- it's not that Trump is a free. He is a a, a symbol. Of freedom. He is the symbol of waking up. He yes. is the symbol of, hey, you know what? Let's not let these people win anymore. Let's right. Let's wake up. Let's think for ourselves and stop being programmed by our phones and apps and all the above.
0: Well, whenever I heard this Canadian CNN guy say, it's just a minority. It's a few anti-vacu... You know what the first thing I thought? What? That's exactly the same thing that I thought last year or two years ago, whenever the defund the police movement started Mm. the media spends it like it's everybody that thinks this everybody wants to defund the police Mm -hmm. and i walk around in my little microcosm of a world and i ask people do you want to defund the police no it's stupid why would you want to do that right the media at that point just it's all about the narrative Mm -hmm. the media if the media supports the narrative they're going to say exactly what they think you want to hear, or yeah. at least they want to. Te- they want to tell you.
1: You know Ottawa's burning to the ground right now, right? No. What do you mean? It is not. There's a, there's all kinds of Nazi flags up there, right?
0: Uh, there is not one fire. There's nobody burning down anything. No bombs going off. What? I, I don't even think that a lot of businesses are. Uh, a lot. I don't think there's businesses being looted.
1: You're kidding. No,
0: this is a peaceful uh. protest. This is the way you're supposed to do it.
1: Well, they're, not, they're honking their horns, though. That's not Oh, possible. gosh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you what. You've been to
0: Indy. You've been to Chicago. Yeah. You've been to St. Louis. How dare they honk their horns? Yeah, they're honking their horns. So Get now, over it. So
1: they can't honk their horns for like, I don't know how many days they're down to, maybe five now. But um, yeah, they can't honk their horns because well, it's disrupting life.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, like, this is how the media is spinning it. I, I just... I knew whenever this defund the police shit started. I knew damn good and well that nobody thinks that. Mm-hmm. There is a a small handful of people that actually think that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That went away pretty quick. I mean, hell, even I Democrats ran from that.
1: Well, because the crime starts soaring. But who's talking about that? Nobody's talking about that. Oh yeah, nobody's exactly. talking about the the shops closing, there, closing their doors and.
0: A ride aid in <sighs> New York just shut its doors because it's getting two hundred thousand dollars worth of worth of stuff taken from it every month
1: 200
0: and they're shutting their doors just like this ain't worth
1: it that is a lot of money no it's not worth it how can anybody stay in business
0: exactly i I, I don't and i don't want to go down the the smash and grab thing right now yeah but you mark my words they get this job done in canada and if what they say they're gonna do they indeed do and they come to america get ready here's how the media will spin this these truckers will become insurrectionists hmm they will be likened to the people that broke into the Capitol on January 6th, January the 6th. You mark my word. You could count on it.
1: Do you, I'm going to say something that might be a little bit controversial right Please
0: now. Please do. Bushels okay. and barrels won at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> so do you know that the prophets have been saying, prophets have been saying that this is going to take place in America?
0: You told me that this morning.
1: So there was what, there's one guy who actually prophesied this event in Canada back in 2017. And he says that it's coming to America. And then there's, there's another lady that I actually listened to. And so, so I know people are like, Oh, people, false prophets, blah, blah, blah. Do you know that Noah is, um, he was actually a prophet at some point. Cause he said, there's a flood coming. You know, I've been
0: skeptical of prophets and these people who who can supposedly predict the future because they hear from God Mm -hmm. but Noah was right I mean
1: (laughs) that's true like it took him 100 years and people probably thought oh my gosh this guy's crazy
0: yeah but he was right he was right everybody everybody else around maybe maybe these maybe God is speaking and I don't doubt that God does speak to people yeah and maybe this is is what's coming but you know another thing that just it's just uh it's just awesome in my opinion, what these truckers are doing because it just shows that normal, everyday people can take their free, their individual freedom mm-hmm. and you can get together with another person with the same amount of freedom and another person and it just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And before you know it, you have more power than the people that's trying to keep their thumb on you. Mm-hmm. But this is what it looks like whenever good people decide not to stand down. Yeah, that's all it takes for evil to take over good people to sit back and do nothing.
1: Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's the problem with the, with the churches. And that's why I have a problem with the preachers. They have not been preaching and teaching against these evil works. You know, you've got preachers who won't even talk about abortion and how bad that is, or, t- you know, preach against gay marriage because that's not the way God made it to be. So why, I mean, this is the, re- well, we can't offend anybody. We don't want to lose viewers. We don't want to lose members because we need that money. Well, you know what? It just, it's actually Well, at that point... Because they don't love you because they're not telling the truth. Well, the thing is, is
0: whenever you have a preacher that doesn't want to tackle these tough issues because they're afraid they're going to lose people in their congregation because they're offended. At that Mm -hmm. point, you are not preaching God's word. You are preaching whatever they want to hear. So they keep giving you money. Right. That's called politics.
1: Oh, yeah. That's not religion. Yeah. That's, That's
0: not God and Christianity. That's why
1: it's standing up for something, standing for truth and standing is it standing in love is standing for truth. It's not standing for niceties. That's right nice be nice no jesus wasn't nice he was a truth seeker he was He was a truth teller he was a bomb thrower he said no this is the truth yeah <laughs> and you guys are not standing for the truth so well, i'm gonna turn this table over
0: well i think that'll do it
1: <laughs> for the trekker convoy <laughs>
0: Okay. I think that'll do it for the for the ass of the week and congratulations, GoFundMe. You are ass of the week. Yeah. Should I play the sound effect They're again?
1: They're gonna go broke for show.
0: Should I play the sound effect again no, just so everybody can, you know, can hear.
1: Oh gosh. No. I think that I hate the sound because it's like ear piercing in my headphones. It's it's ear piercing. <laughs> so.
0: I love it. Every time I listen to the podcast, just should check it out in my pickup to see yeah. how it sounds coming across other people's. Card, you know, stereo <laughs> systems. I love the donkey. You
1: have not gotten any bad feedback.
0: No, everybody loves a donkey. <laughs> we got to name the donkey.
1: Okay. No, we don't. Okay. Go on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, in the state of Illinois and, uh, school mask mandates, something news. big happened last big Friday. Big
1: news. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. An evil, freedom loving, anti-child abuse judge in Sangamon County. That would be Springfield for those of you in Honeysuckle <laughs> Springs. Yeah. Ruled that JB Pritzker did not have the authority to mandate masks on our kids. She put
1: a temporary restraining order, a TRO, on the masks. That's right. And then what happened after that, Ryan? All these schools fell in line.
0: Yeah, so that when did that ruling come out public? It was, was that Friday, Friday night?
1: Friday. And by Sunday and night, Saturday, how many schools? I think Saturday, the wildfire started. Saturday, all of these people are like, okay, what's the TRO? Pritzker didn't file for a stay, like a stay order, meaning the judge has to say, okay, we're going to issue a stay for the state, and Pritzker's right. Um, Pritzker forgot to do that, so... <laughs> So, Anyways, he didn't. So his lawyer shit yeah. the bed
0: right there. Yeah, exactly. So Not anyways, surprising. it's a
1: bunch of legalese stuff that goes along with it. But anyways, the TRO stands and um, Pritzker is now appealing that, which is a joke. And so now all of these schools have lifted their mask mandates. Right. Which right. they didn't have the authority to put in place in the first place. To begin place. with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've
0: said that since, since last summer. School. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so, so this, this ruling comes down on Friday night and by Sunday night on Facebook, I don't have Facebook, Jess does, and she pays attention to some of Uh. those, some of those sites that, you know. Yeah. Uh, talk about this kind of stuff. And by Sunday night, what, what three or 400 schools yeah, in, it, within 48 it was actually, hours. I
1: think it was like 250, but it just kept growing and growing and growing. Yeah. And then, you know what, Fairfield over here, which is a neighboring town, they were like, oh no, we're going to go ahead and keep our mask mandates. I think they got so much pushback from the entire community and they said, oh no, you're not.
0: What? Well, <laughs> my opinion, this is just my opinion. Okay. I have nothing to back this. I have not talked to anyone from Fairfield. Okay. So let's go through the timeline of Sunday. <laughs> okay. We have a ton of people texting me, texting Jessica, wondering, Hey, what's Mount Carmel going to do? What's mm-hmm. our hometown going to do? Yep. Yep. And I have not, I had not talked to anybody. As a matter of fact, I wasn't going to talk to anybody that day. Mm-hmm. Just for the simple fact, it was Sunday. The ruling came out on Friday. I knew that our superintendent would not have had time, or at least I had, Didn't think he would have had time to talk to our school lawyer. You know, what's this mean? How's this go? Mm -hmm. It was Sunday. I'm just going to leave it alone. It'll it'll be there tomorrow. Well, lo and behold, while I'm sitting here getting these texts and everything, Fairfield puts a uh, a message out that they're staying mask mandatory. Mm Mm-hmm. All the while, all these other towns in Illinois saying, no, we're going mask optional. This is our opportunity to get the hell out of these masks, and we're going to take it.
1: We're cabbaging on to this TRO, and we're going to say, you know what? It's unconstitutional. Our kids can breathe now, and yada, yada.
0: So this is, I'm going to say 2 o'clock in the afternoon Sunday. Fairfield says they're maintaining mask optional. Uh, Believe it or not, uh, I wasn't going to bother him, but he called me, our superintendent. Him and I had a great discussion about which direction we want to go. He was on board with with the going mask optional. The rest of the board was as far as I've been told, mm-hmm. going mask optional. Kudos to the rest of the board. That's the right answer. Um our superintendent obviously makes an announcement. Yeah. We are going mask optional. It wasn't an hour later. Fairfield got back on Facebook. Um <clears throat> we're going we're going to go mask optional. <laughs> I don't know, but I bet you anything. District 348 here, I, as well as all the districts around them, besides Richland County, which is all Olney, mm-hmm. uh, all the districts around them is going mask optional. I bet they got so damn much heat. Mm. Like, you are not going to do, there's no reason for this. I bet they got so damn much heat, and that's what that's what turned it. But see, that right there is what it takes.
1: Yes, absolutely. It takes
0: people to be leaders.
1: Yeah. So courage is contagious, and freedom is contagious. It takes one person to say, you know what, I am not go- going to wear my mask. So I, I went to I text your sister, Lindsay. And I said, Lindsay, check out the mask, um, mask stuff. You might, the kids might not have to wear their mask tomorrow to school. Check it out. So she actually said, actually, Mo already told me Mo's her husband. And um, Mo told me, and they don't have to wear masks on Monday. So she texts us the next day and says, Hey, my five year, how old is he now? Seven? Yeah. Seven. My seven year old was the only one in class that didn't have his mask on. And that was another slap in the face because here we are in Freedom Country. We're like, no mask for everybody. Woo! Well, in closer to St. Louis, they are like, there's a lot of fear there.
0: And a whole lot more blue.
1: Yes, it's very, yes. So anyways, she says, um, he comes home, he said he was the only one with masks. The next day, five more kids took their masks off.
0: Well, wasn't he going around telling all his classmates, hey, you don't have to wear a mask <laughs> right, anymore.
1: <laughs> right, So anyways, these kids went home to their parents and said, mommy, daddy, I don't have to wear my mask anymore. So then five more kids showed up and then the next day and then the next day. And so now, like the kid, the class is maskless. Yeah. Unless, unless the parents said, the kid with a mask the kids don't have masks on their face
0: well, you remember after i lost in august meeting and we went mask mandatory uh-huh. my next day i made a tiktok apologizing to the people i represent you know i tried my best i failed but this is what it is i'm only one member of this board what they, what they what the board voted is the way it goes yeah. and i'll never forget i i said what's pathetic about this now at this point You're mandating these kids to wear masks. So if a kid doesn't wear a mask, they're just on their own going to have to take it off. They are the front line of this Mm -hmm, battle. mm -hmm. We have put our kids at the front line of this battle. We we as parents now got our freedom taken away from us. The only people that can... So what happened here over there in his little school where he was the only one without a mask on Monday, he starts walking around being the front line, Mm -hmm. telling all at seven years old, Mm -hmm. telling his fellow classmates... You don't have to wear your mask anymore.
1: Yeah. She sent a text again and said, yeah, he came home just so excited and so proud of himself. And he was like, yeah, mom. Yeah, dad. I was the man. I was the man. Exactly. Telling these other kids. <laughs> it's just the sweetest thing. Seven years old, jacked.
0: I mean, in the, the, you yeah. can read stories. I've seen videos, TikToks of all over Illinois. Yeah. These kids that are just jacked, they don't have to wear a mask. And and whenever I, I'm not talking about high schoolers. A lot of high schoolers just wore chin diapers. I'm totally cool with that,
1: but it's, it's, I'm the, not, but whatever. Well,
0: it's, it's all stupid, but at least right. they didn't have it over their face, right. breathing, breathing their own shit in all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that I really care about are your second graders, third graders, fourth graders who, if they're raised right, it's yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Put your mask up. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Yes, ma'am. And they're forced to keep it over their nose. Pull it up. Mm-hmm. Pull it up. Mm-hmm. It's almost over my eyes. Pull it up farther. Yeah. It's yeah. those kids right there that didn't have a choice. If they're good kids, you know, they can't they can't ascertain whether what they're getting ready to do is right or wrong. If they wanted to go against what the teacher said, mm-hmm. they don't know who's got their back. I mean, they're insecure little kids. Right. Right. So I, that is, those are the ones that i feel like just gleeful for mm-hmm.
1: just absolutely happy you know in in light of this this TRO that is in place there was a district up north that came out with a nasty letter and i say it's nasty because they said the kids who decide not to wear masks are raised by bad parents
0: okay it wasn't the district that said that
1: okay it was was it the teachers union it was
0: the teachers union
1: of a certain district
0: hang on hang on let me go look okay. through my sack of stuff and i'll pull that out okay all right, I found it. I found it. So, based, this is District 88 in DuPage County, Illinois, which is up north, around Chicago. Okay. Okay. And this is this is the teachers union. This is not the district. As a matter of fact, I did some research. Uh, the superintendent of that district actually made a statement like categorically rejecting what the <laughs> teachers union said. You you remember that, right?
1: I remember when the board came out and categorically rejected your <laughs> exactly <opinion>. my thoughts. <laughs>
0: But no, in this letter, and I'm not going to read the whole letter for you. You can go, you can go to Tom DeVore's uh, Facebook page and read it if you would like. Uh, the, the teachers union called this judge inept and corrupt. I don't know that's mm-hmm. a good idea.
1: I don't either. But
0: uh-huh. <laughs> they have, the, the, the union members are being instructed to not force these kids to wear masks, but the teachers must keep wearing masks. This is the line that pissed me off. In addition, the union is filing a grievance against District 88 for not following the mask mandates. If these five children at Willowbrook, these are the five children that were in the lawsuit that that the judge ruled
1: that the TRO stands. Okay.
0: If these five children at Willowbrook want to remain unmasked, they can be dealt with. I wonder what that means. However, (sighs) all other children should remain masked. This is the contention of the union and will remain so. The problem is badly raised students will probably be unmasked tomorrow.
1: Good grief.
0: Badly raised students.
1: So you're a bad parent for standing for the constitutional rights that you have as a parent. Yes. And breathing free air. In that letter, at also... What a
0: slap in the face to oh, those parents!
1: Yeah, I would say get. Where your are those kids, people? Oh yeah, get your kids out of the, the government schools. Damn right. Get them, get them out because and unless you have a kid in high school that has a foundation where they they are praying on a regular basis, they are they are they've got a great relationship with their family. Like get them out. And I say, and I say that because the, you know, kids in high school, it's hard to leave. Like, I understand that it would be hard to leave, but if you know your kiddo and you know that they are founded in God, that's all that really matters. So I I,
0: I believe you're exactly right.
1: Yeah. So unless that is the case, like get them out, put them in something in a different school.
0: So you're approaching this with a moral standpoint right there. Absolutely. Let me bring the practical approach to it. Okay. These badly raised kids who don't want to wear a mask, whose parents don't want them to wear a mask is what they're saying. Mm -hmm. These parents are bad. Well, are these same parents also bad because they don't want CRT and that shit shoved down their kid's throat?
1: Yes. Are these same
0: parents bad because they don't want the school to have the ability to give a pregnant teenager an abortion pill? Is that the same? Are those bad parents? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it, the, I guess these are the same bad parents that don't want their kid to learn. You know what? Just go in whatever bathroom you feel like today.
1: Mm-hmm. Just as a reminder, Pritzker put this, put this into place that your teenage daughter does not have to ask for the abortion pill, does not have to get your permission.
0: That's right. That's what he, I'm saying. He
1: can, he, they can go ahead and get it on their own.
0: So the, so we're the bad parents for, mm-hmm. for, okay, let's take this from the practical and, and intertwine it with moral. It is moral what we are fighting for. Right. No CRT. Right. A boy goes in the boys' restroom, a girl's goes in the girls girl goes in the girls' restroom. Mm-hmm. No transgender stuff. I don't want my kid learning that.
1: Yeah. You want let me let me hit on this transgender again. Um so I, I have listened and listened and I am more I try to lean on the politically correct side of things. Ryan's like, I don't give a I'm gonna say what I want. And I I am like, Oh, let's not upset anybody. <laughs> So until now, like, I'm just whatever. So um, this, this whole thing with the trans stuff, here's the, here's the thing. If you say, I believe that God meant for me to be a girl, but I was born with boy genitals, like, you are actually saying, I know better than what God knows. So I myself, I am gonna be a God and I am in control of of my myself and I am making this decision because I know better than God. Therefore, you are making yourself a God and that is not it's not it's not right. Well, you're telling
0: God he got it wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he knows better than anybody. We all know this, right? So if if these people and that and that's just that's the basics of it. You are not a God, you do not have the power. You don't, you don't have the power to be a God. So you're you're wrong. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're wrong.
0: Leah Thomas, you're a boy Mm -hmm. and you sucked at swimming on the men's team at UPenn. So you became a woman so you could try to win something.
1: Right. And you succeeded. Yeah. Well, we'll but Leah
0: Thomas, you're still a boy.
1: Yeah. We need to protect women's sports. Um, Women who have, who (sighs) we've got to protect them. This is ridiculous. It's out of, it's out of line. It's but, not a line.
0: You know that District eighty eight mm-hmm. could be the ass of the week too.
1: You know you're right. And when I read that letter that he shared on his not honest, District eighty
0: eight, I'm sorry.
1: Not District eighty eight. It's the, the teachers, teachers union. union. I yeah. gotta keep.
0: I'm, I gotta make that clarification.
1: Yeah, the teachers union. So when I read that letter, all I felt was a bunch of fear. This person who is writing this letter is driven by fear. They have been fearful of the virus. They are afraid of people who actually breathe air that is there for us to breathe. They are they are afraid. Yeah. So here's what I want to say about that. You are in control of your thoughts. You have control over what you think about, and you may not know this. It's a lot easier said than done in the very beginning, but you don't have to be anxious. If a thought is making you anxious, you have the power to stop thinking about it. You don't have to keep keep on keeping on where it's going to give you anxiety. It's going to give you... God gave us that from the inside. You have total control of your thoughts. Right? Have a little faith. Absolutely. I mean,
0: understand that you're not the tell-all, be-all, end-all of everything.
1: You're not anything, actually. But, but that's what I'm saying. Have yeah. some faith. God's
0: going to take care of you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even when it looks like he's not going to.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you know, it just takes a little bit of faith. The faith the size of a mustard seed, and you can move mountains. So if you want to see miracles happen in your life, start meditating on that instead of whatever the idea is that's giving you anxiety.
0: Right. <laughs> or, I, I totally agree. Whatever. I, whatever. I do. So we I do. have the
1: power. That's, that's a biblical thing, so... um that's what I have to say about that letter and being driven by fear. You can stop being, you, you, you ha- it's going to take practice. But when I challenge you, even you, Ryan, I challenge you that when you're driving down the road and something's giving you anxiety, you say, you know what? I'm going to stop thinking about this. Yeah,
0: I'm going to give it to God.
1: I'm going to stop thinking about this. Or, you know, some people that are in dating relationships, oh, your imagination's just running wild and your imagination is a wonderful thing. You can imagine things that are happening. Say, um, you know, you you really want green grass in your yard. You want, So you plant the seed, you fertilize, whatever.
0: None of it comes up, so you just go paint it.
1: Imagine, <laughs> imagine that it is green already. Just go ahead, use your imagination and your thoughts. Put that into place. That's using your faith to play it out and watch and see what happens. Yeah. Stop thinking about the negative. Oh, I've only got clover in my yard. <laughs> anyway i don't know i don't know if any of that made any sense but that that went um, off
0: in a different direction but yeah. that's fine that's well fine. it's
1: because these people have, they're 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 basing everything off of fear mongering and fear porn and people are like oh well guess what pritzker's pritzker's filed an appeal and guess what we're gonna have to go back to mask well, mandates. Now, isn't
0: pritzker saying something different like the science changed He did. So what was that about?
1: No, all of these governors came out and said, well, we're going to go into this easing of releasing the mask mandates. We're going to lift some of these mask mandates in some places as of February 28th. Okay, like what changed? Do you
0: realize that there are more people (laughs) dying of COVID today than what there have been since the beginning of the pandemic? That's a joke. No, 2,500 a day. It was just in an article I read yesterday.
1: This is such a freaking joke.
0: So as we have more depth, the the lagging indicator.
1: Wait, where's the new variant? It's time for a new variant. Where is it? It what? is. What? Yeah, it's Omicron time.
0: is done. I, I don't know.
1: Where's the new variant? I,
0: well, Yeah, it's, well, you're not going to find out about one. We're starting to approach a campaigning season. <laughs> this is where I was going with this. <laughs> so you have 2,500 people a day, on average, dying from coronavirus. And every single one of those lives is important. And may mm-hmm. God bless their souls Absolutely. and please comfort their family. Amen but as you have this more people now than when i remember the beginning of the pandemic it was like back in uh, uh operation desert storm when the media just could not wait for the first soldier to die mm-hmm. it's like we ju- we went to war this is an unjust war we can't wait till the first soldier died then he died and they just blow it up right. well and the same thing was kind of with coronavirus if you do remember back in 2020 well it's now entered the united states it's only a matter of time before someone dies yeah and then finally that first death came and they just were
1: extinct And then we've got the death counter. And now we're
0: counting every day how many people die. And I remember when it hit a thousand, CNN just, and with new breaking news today, we have a thousand deaths. So they made such a big deal about it. But now we're up to average 2,500 deaths a day. And what are these Democrat jackasses doing? Rolling back everything they told us would keep us safe. Yeah. You know what that tells me? Uh, it was it, never about safety. It was all about control and politics. Absolutely, screw those people. Well,
1: so they all flipped this week. So I want to know where is the memo? Who gave these Democratic governors a memo saying, "Hey, roll back your mask mandate"? Well, and look, because look at, they all happened at the same time.
0: Look at how many of these mentally handicapped lawyers are uh, are governors are sitting there saying, "Okay, uh, we're going to roll it back for everyone except for kids in school." <laughs> The people who are least likely to be... Statistically, they don't get affected by this Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Statistically, none.
1: Did you see that picture of Stacey Abrams? Oh, who hasn't seen that picture of Stacey Abrams? Wait, explain. uh, For people who don't pay attention... To, who's to to Georgia politics or politics in general. Who is Stacey Abrams? Stacey
0: Abrams is a woman who ran for governor of Georgia and got beat three years ago. She a wannabe, and she's one that came out and said, "Oh my God, it, it's voter fraud and everything." See, it's always voter fraud when the Democrat loses. Right. When the Democrat wins, oh, these are the most most integrity we've ever had in an election. Yeah. You know, so Stacey Abrams goes out and she's never got off the political radar, even though she lost. As a matter of fact, she's running again this year for governor. Boo. She goes to some inner city school. I, I, You know, I don't even know if it was an inner city school. I have no idea. Doesn't she doesn't matter. Goes to, it does not matter. She goes to some school, has a reading day with the kids, gets up in front, takes her mask off so she can read. All the kids are masked. You know, the little sheep that, that we've trained them to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Poor things. Yep.
0: So she she does this reading day. Oh, she's so excited! She just had to go take a picture just to celebrate the moment. She gets in a damn picture. Mind you, this woman weighs—I'm going to guess—three hundred pounds. I mean, she is a morbidly obese person. <laughs> okay. She is.
1: I know. I
0: know. So she gets in this picture, no mask. All the kids around her are masked. Yeah. And she got busted. And no. everybody on conservative media has been calling her out, like "rules for thee, but not for
1: me." So she realizes this because she was the one who actually posted it. It wasn't her campaign; she personally went on her Twitter or Facebook or whatever, Twitter. and she posted that picture. She eventually took it down because she realized that the hypocrisy.
0: I would have left it up. I would own it. If you're going to do something, own it.
1: <laughs> you no, know, she can't own that. What, she can't own that. She's but, I
0: mean, okay. So let's let's go over the science. The, the pseudoscience mm. all right masks are going to protect you right that's what the science that's what they want to that's what they want us to believe mm-hmm. masks are going to protect you if you're a kid you're not near as likely to be harmed from coronavirus at
1: all right
0: but if you are a middle-aged morbidly obese person you probably don't want to get it because those are the type of people coronavirus likes to cause hell for so in all in this picture what should have been is she had a mask on and none of the kids. But it's the exact opposite.
1: Right. Because she's yeah, she's she's higher.
0: This is this is the this is the hypocrisy that needs to be pointed out mm-hmm. and drove home to everyone.
1: Right, and Governor Newsom was also he's the the governor of California, he was also in a picture with who was it was it who was it?
0: uh well Shaq? Shit, he's done a- it was
1: Shaq. it was Shaq just this past weekend at a basketball game or a football game okay and um he was out there with Shaq, and neither one of them had masks
0: on right right it- although newsom is telling everybody everyone that he governs wear a mask yeah uh, don't go out don't do anything yeah and don't worry about that railroad train that just got completely <laughs> savaged by a bunch of criminals <laughs> we're not going to prosecute did yeah. you see that footage mm.
1: Yes, that's the same the thing boxes, with Eric yeah. Garcetti.
0: He's he's the mayor of uh, San Francisco. Okay. He got a picture taken at the Rams National NFC Championship game with Magic Johnson, no mask. What was his answer for not having a mask, sir? You didn't have a mask on. You're telling everybody else to wear a mask, and here you are in a picture without a mask. Remember what his answer was?
1: That was the one with Magic Johnson, right? That's the no, guy that's that.
0: the one I'm talking about. He got a picture with a uh, with a. Uh,
1: I know. Oh, it was yeah, Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, what was his answer
0: though? How come he got a picture taken without a mask?
1: Because he held his breath.
0: He held his breath. Well, I'll tell you what, you mentally handicapped dipshit. <laughs> You've held your breath, obviously, too long to cause a lot of brain damage.
1: <laughs> listen, your nephews sometimes listen to your program, so you might want to- I have told
0: it. everybody I'm <laughs> Christian, but I cuss.
1: <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, I know that guy. That's a joke.
0: So, uh, like,
1: that's not even real, is it? Like, I held my breath and took a picture. I like, can't imagine being an
0: elected leader of anything and trying to get out of my actions by saying I held my breath.
1: Like, it would have been better for him to say, you know what, I didn't wear a mask for ten minutes, or I didn't wear a mask for the entire event because I'm vaccinated and I'm protected.
0: But see, they can't even do they that anymore because do vaccines don't work.
1: Right the the vaccine that they're trying to push on everybody doesn't work. So
0: unbelievable.
1: I, yeah. Blech.
0: All right, moving off of masks okay. and COVID here. Again. Have, uh, okay, have you heard anything <laughs> about Biden's executive order 13985?
1: This is the Is this the crack pipe one? Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who want to know a little bit of, more about Hunter Biden, there was a series that I made Ryan watch. And I don't even know if you finished it all. but I it's did. called It's called Who is Hunter Biden? Fox Nation puts it on. I actually saw it off of Fox Nation. So you can see it without having to pay for it. Um, you just have to go look for it, I guess. I, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, that is very enlightening.
0: So, so Joe Biden signs in Executive Order 13985. You want to talk about America being rock bottom. Mm. This is where we're at. His executive order offers free crack pipes to crackheads. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Mm-mm. Free crack pipes to crackheads. You know, if I'm a crackhead
1: or if Wait, wait, wait. Finish your thought. I want, I, <laughs> I want to hear
0: this. Supposedly, this is, this is under the guise of racial equality. Yeah,
1: that doesn't make any sense.
0: That's where I didn't want to go. But you know what? We talk about tough shit on this program. I'm going to talk about
1: it. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Racial equality. So at- it's
0: not fair that some some people of a certain color can't afford a good crack pipe. So the government's going to issue that.
1: You know, if I was Wait that- a second. I have never seen any other person... I've never seen a black crackhead. I've only seen white ones. Hmm. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, i tell you what, with, with,
0: <laughs> with Biden signing this executive order to give out free crack pipes, mm. he certainly has a qualified candidate for secretary of crack pipes in his family.
1: Because of his like, Hunter Biden. His yep.
0: I guarantee you that guy could tell you how to make the perfect crack pipe. Yep. And I'm not making this up. This is all documented stuff.
1: It's all proven. It's proven documented. It it is.
0: Candace Owens had some, she was on Tucker Carlson this past week after they dropped this executive order 13985. Guys, go look it up. I am not making this up. Go look it up and read it. But she was on Tucker Carlson this week. She had a great soundbite. Here it is.
1: All you have to do to be healthy in Joe Biden's America is stay at home, lock your doors, avoid sunlight, mask your children. Uh, When you step outside, let it only be to get five vaccines and maybe do a smash and grab crime and then on your way back home, grab a government-sponsored crack pipe. Mike, drop. That's true. That is true. She's so good. She is awesome. That's got some great talking points. But I mean,
0: if I'm I'm in the demographic that might use crack, but I don't. (laughs) But if I'm there, and Joe Biden, instead of fixing the damn problem of somebody having a drug problem, instead mm-hmm. of trying to do something about that, like secure our borders so the shit doesn't make it in here to begin with, mm. you go out and you support what they're doing by get, by being so nice, so empathetic with these people. I feel bad for you. Here, have a nice crack pipe. Yeah. I don't want you using a car antenna and a spoon.
1: Jeez. Uh, like, this is where we're at. This is America. This has got to be a joke. This has got to be a joke, It is though. not
0: a joke.
1: So yesterday, I was looking into, somebody on Telegram posted this guy, and it was a man dressed up in a dress, and he's got this big necklace on, and he's bald. He's obviously in his 30s, maybe creeping up on 40. He's in high heels. This guy is the leader of, like, in, um, what's it called? Inclusion? yeah yeah yeah. yeah. the leader of inclusion and diversity or whatever at the white house this grown man with an adam's apple is a bald man he's got a dress on and high heels and i'm not talking i'm not talking pup heels two inches i'm talking six seven eight inch heels platform
0: right heels well i so so whenever i heard disgusting it is it's awful but whenever I heard that Joe Biden wants to give out free crack pipes mm-hmm. to, to crack users, you know what I thought? What would you think? This is typical Democrat. And I rewound my brain all the way back to 1998. Okay. Democrats have a great history of never wanting to fix the problem. Yeah. They want to look like they're doing something about it. But in all actuality, what they're doing is making it worse. Here's where I'm going with this. Okay. The city of San Francisco. Back in 1998, had such a bad homeless problem, and the homeless people were getting upset. They were running out of shopping carts, mm. you know, because that's homeless people typically push around their belongings Buggies. in a shopping cart In a buggy. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're running out because they're running out of shopping carts in San Francisco because they're all being stolen. <laughs> what? Well, like Kroger's running out of shopping carts because they, oh, you know, somebody the loads their car, pra- yeah. they leave, they leave the shopping cart in the parking lot, okay. and they just get them taken.
1: Okay. Okay,
0: So I've pulled up from CNN an article, and this is one. uh, (laughs) You just can't make this shit up. I guess they interviewed a homeless guy, and this was his concern. San Francisco proposes purchasing shopping carts and giving them to the homeless. They interviewed Johnny Chavez, a homeless cart user, and he said, (laughs) it's a good idea because I think one-fourth of the carts in the stores are gone now. Look, I've got 11 of them right here. Oh my God. <laughs> this is the rock gut that we're dealing with. Instead of trying to address, okay, why are these people homeless and how can we how can we help them? Mm-hmm. How can we get them on their feet and out of the soup kitchen?
1: It's not the. It's not it's the, the government. We're, we're going to enable
0: them by giving them more damn
1: shopping carts. None of the government's business either. The churches should be in. They should be taking care of these people because that's what's that's what's supposed to happen.
0: Ultimately, you are exactly right. You know this place has went to hell in a handbasket the past thirty years because they took mm. God out of school
1: and the churches. <laughs> they they passed the Johnson Amendment and that's they said, you cannot talk about. Who you support for politi- in politics behind the pulpit. Well, yeah.
0: Okay, so they took God out of school, then mm-hmm. they took poli- politics out, out of, of church. Out of church, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yep. But anyway, so leave it to a Democrat to do absolutely nothing to actually help the problem. We'll just kind of do something to make the homeless feel like we're there for you. So now, now, whenever you enter the ballot box, please vote Democrat. <laughs>
1: so now they're doing this for the crackheads, the people who don't vote. So I want to ask you, at what point do we stop paying taxes? Because it is our federal tax dollars that we pay in on the weekly. Yeah, that are that.
0: I know supporting
1: I, this. So what to at what like
0: stick. You know what? Here is what would happen. You could go in and you could be the Hamburglar and steal a bunch of steaks. You could you could go into a smash and grab robbery at Louis Vuitton with a security guard watching you do it who does uh-huh. absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. You can go smash and grab any jewelry store. You're not going to get, you will not get in trouble for that. But I guarantee you the first time that you don't file a tax return, if if you pay taxes, the first time you do that, your ass is grass. <sighs> they will come after you for that.
1: I'm beside myself with this kind of stuff. We didn't elect this. We know that this was a fraudulent election and this is the kind of stuff. These are the people that he's putting into place. The people that are in charge of the health care of this country are trans people. That doesn't make any sense. So you've got these little bitty people who think that they're gods making these decisions for us as American people. And... Well, the thing I, is, that Jess... But... 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 but, but. <laughs> Our taxpayer, our tax money is going to this. So when do we stop paying taxes?
0: I don't know. That, that's going to be one of those deals where...
1: I believe we need to pay taxes.
0: If, if you do decide to stop paying taxes and you think that you've got some kind of army that's going to join you, mm. you better hope not a damn one of them backs down. Right. Because once you start that snowball rolling... Yeah.
1: I know. I, listen, I know what a big feat that is, but I mean, come on, crack pipes... Like, let's get real.
0: This is all by design. They're doing this on purpose. Democrats aren't stupid. They're evil.
1: Crack pipes and needles.
0: Well, that was also in House or Executive Order thirteen nine eighty five was clean needles and mm-hmm. uh, and what was it? Lip balm. Oh my gosh. How disgusting is this? This is it. It's and wh- a disgrace. And if you are of the color that these pe- that Biden is trying to quote-unquote take care of here, I would be so offended.
1: Oh, absolutely. I
0: would be so offended. Absolutely. Look, who do you think we are? Do you think we're this damn stupid? Cuz they're mm-hmm. not.
1: Yeah, they think that we're stupid. They think that we are into the whole pop culture. We are only we are dug into the pop culture and what they're what the White House press secretary says. So yeah, not it's not true. It's circle not back, true. sake. Yeah, freedom. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it.
0: That we didn't give you. You had to make your pipe.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: Anything else you want to talk about? We've been on here long enough, <laughs> and I really need to get to work.
1: No. Yeah, we're good. I think I'm good. I think I'm You're good. good. Yep. Um, courage this week, this weekend. Enjoy your life. Have some I, courage. I do
0: have one other thing oh, I want to say. Okay. Let's let's gin sake circle back to something.
1: Okay. So we
0: have all these schools in Illinois, and this does not just go for Illinois. I'm we are heard nationwide, every state, and I wanna any of you guys that's in a blue state, just like we are, who's maybe went to mask optional for your kids at school. Mm-hmm. A lot of these governors are appealing that, and they're gonna try to get this overturned where we got to mask back up. I'm telling you right now, if in your state he wins, don't go back
1: you can't give in you yeah.
0: can't give this right here is we need to stand on this there's no point and
1: fight yeah there's no point to go backwards now it doesn't make any sense to go backwards they're already leaving school taking their masks off and going to to lunch in the gas station without their masks on like it, it, you can't put them back on the kids right like it doesn't make any sense
0: well i know i know of about 10 school board members in the state of illinois that listen to, listen to the Bushel and Bar- Bushels and Barrels program. Okay? okay, okay. I'm telling all 10 of you, stand strong if Pritzker wins his appeal. I don't think he will, but stand strong whenever he wins his appeal, if he does. And they say, well, we got to mask our kids back up. Now is the damn time you have to stop this is where it ends. No, Mr. Pritzker, we're not. We didn't die for the two weeks that we didn't go mask optional. We're not going to die when we do it the rest of the school year. Right. That's if he, that's if he even gets it in front of the court of appeals before the end of the school year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But
0: everybody in America, if you're in one of these situations, now you've got your freedom back. Your kids are there, mask optional. And mind you, I do not care if 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 there's a, a family that wants to send their kid to school in a mask. You do it. I don't care, and I will not make fun of that kid or, or any adult that wears a mask. Mm-hmm. All I want is my freedom. That's it. Yeah. And I want you to stay away from my freedom. Yep, yep. So, right now, if you're in one of those states, it gets reversed. Stand your ground.
1: Amen to that.
0: Rams by 10.
1: Is that your prediction?
0: Rams by ten. Okay. Although you know, I got to thinking about this. Tell me about this. Joe Burrow, the quarterback for the Bengals. There is something I really like about that guy.
1: He's a kid. He is Isn't a kid,
0: he? but he's damn good at what he does. He's, yeah. He's borderline cocky, super okay. confident. Okay. Which is what you have to be in the NFL to be a quarterback for the most part. You
1: have to be borderline cocky to be successful in anything. True. You have to have that confidence. Yeah. Not arrogance, confidence.
0: But what I really like about Joe Burrow. Yeah. After he has a win, a victory. He unapologetically, unapologetically grabs a real cigar and smokes it.
1: <laughs> really, <laughs>
0: <laughs> isn't this awful? He's I, a kid. I, he, is, but I mean, that is so offensive to so many people.
1: Oh, jeez, is it really? It
0: is. Tobacco. Look at the war on tobacco. Think, Gosh, I damn don't. it, we could go forever.
1: We could. We could talk for a long, long time. I
0: love it. I love the fact. So <laughs> you know, I'm I'm rooting. Matt Stafford, just because the poor guy was a Detroit Lion his whole life. I just I root for the that is the epitome of the underdog, and the and this is a, a story of a, could be a story of redemption, mm-hmm. but. If Joe Burrow totes off the trophy, I'm not going to be super mad, and I will really enjoy watching him smoke a cigar. (laughs) (laughs) I don't smoke, but maybe I'm going to go get a cigar just in case. Smoke with him, right? I'm
1: going to get you some flowers and a cigar bro. If I do
0: that in the living room, would you care?
1: (laughs) Yes, I would care. I'm
0: going to do it in the living room just to be that much more of a BA.
1: No, no, it doesn't make you a BA. You make our furniture stink, so sorry.
0: All right, that being said, happy Valentine's Day, my love.
1: (laughs) Oh, thank you, babe. I don't (laughs) expect you to get me a card or not
0: you guys all go out have a happy valentine's day have a great weekend great super bowl coming up here leah thomas is still a boy and you're still an american you were born an american and don't forget to be one you guys have a great weekend we'll see you next week adios